The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Beyond. 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 Welcome. Stop. Nope. That's enough. That's enough. Brian. Stop it. That's enough once. Welcome everybody Beyond. to Beyond episode 508. I'm Max Scoville and I'm joined by the, the ever a handful Brian Altano. Beyond. From Fulbright Entertainment. Steve Gaynor. Beyond. And Alana Pierce. Hi. Now, full disclosure, Alana and Brian are uh, jet lagged because they were at Gamescom all week. Yeah. Uh, I'm crabby because it's Monday and Steve is from Portland. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to be very pleasant and yeah, friendly. That's good. So, I mean, no, I'll, good. I'll, I'll carry it for everybody else. No, Don't worry. thank you. You guys yeah. just, you guys just shipped Tacoma. That's right. Which is a, a very cool game. You guys also full, for full disclosure, you guys made Gone Home, which that's is right. a game that everyone should go play. You um, guys like all of Portland? The, the, the <laughs> town, the town of Portland. Yeah. It, no, but, uh, as, as a, as a community, mm-hmm. we've shipped two video <laughs> games. So I gotta ask, this is a PlayStation podcast. Tacoma is currently a console exclusive for the other one. The, we, the, the X-shaped one. We're on, what's we're your beef? What's, what's, what's the problem? Windows, Mac, Linux, and Xbox. There you go. I got no beef. I love all video games. Yeah, well, you don't we'll, like PlayStation. Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> will, will the PlayStation Nation ever get their paws on this space game? Oh, the camera didn't put you in time. time. (laughs) Oh, that was great. He did a very dramatic. (laughs) Okay, so let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Uh, th- yes, this I is have like, wish. This is every dude that, every single person that works on video oh, games. Uh, quite a question. No, they, this is like, you don't go to school for this. Like one day you just learn to just be cagey. You just become professionally cagey. Like I interviewed like 30 different people at Gamescom. Every single one of them is an absolute master yeah. at being like, well, we don't have anything to announce just now, but uh, stay tuned. We've got plenty of exciting things right, on, right around the yeah. corner. I mean, we, we really appreciate right? your interest and enthusiasm. Yeah. We don't have anything to announce at this time. See? But- Perfect. Very good. He's got it Very totally good. down. You're amazing. <laughs> How do you learn to do that? <laughs> um, you just, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a continuous just stack of you see somebody else do it and you're like, Oh, yeah. so you just say mm-hmm. thank you. I appreciate your question. And so we have nothing to announce at this time. We've but- gotten the great feedback from the community and we're, we're aware that's a concern, but, uh, nothing to announce at this time. See, so it's, that guy it's, can do it. It's yeah. like learning from bad examples, basically. Like you see somebody screw up and you're like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, bad and good. All mm-hmm. really. All examples. <laughs> I'm a fan of all examples. What what percentage of like the sort of PR side of things is is keeping a secret and and making sure you or someone else doesn't screw up and leak it out? I mean, it's it's mostly just um, becoming okay with yourself being that person. <laughs> it's more of an internal struggle. I feel like you're, you're doing it to me right now. <laughs> you're doing like secret KGPR speak right now. Yeah. It's just like it's, it's a, all it's the a, examples. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, we take our inspiration from all different kinds of sources. Right, Everyone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think huh? it's like a, I'm really it's a fan we have of nothing to announce. Thank you. It's a more verbose <laughs> version of when kids are like, "Can we go to the zoo?" And it's either like, "Ask your mom," or "We'll see." You know, and it's yeah. like, uh, we'll, "We'll come back to that later, real quick," and just hope they forget. You know, I mean, I might just I'll just start using that one. Uh, ask your mother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> that's a that's a cryptic one. That's a um, really short interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to IGN Live. I'm Brian Altano. With me is Steve Gaynor. Anyway, Steve, what's up with your new game on PlayStation? Ask your mother. Okay, thanks a lot for watching. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, exclusive Steve Gainer announces new game called Ask Your Mom. <laughs> See me. But, uh, speaking of Gone Home that mm. we mentioned several minutes ago after all of this happened, uh, I've been basically like trophy hunting in that game lately. Mm. And I think there's, there's one for finishing the entire game in like 14 minutes. There was one for under a minute and right. I got that. It took a very long time. I was like, oh, this will take statistically five minutes. <laughs> took a very, very long time because you had to use you all to, of your gamer you skills. Get the, mm-hmm. get the duck. And I kept like accidentally picking and throwing the duck up like <laughs> yeah. multiple times and just get the duck once and then throw it on the wall. And then you have to 
the the door next to the step. It was tough, man. You, 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 a, did, you did not know that Gone Home was an eSport. That's a really yeah, weird game to want to like to want a trophy hunt in, I feel it's like. It's because the trophies are really interesting. All right. So it's like the things that are like, hmm. There we go. I want to try that. Like I want to give that a go. So it's like the, that specifically. And then there's, yeah, the, there's one for you have to get every single collectible in the game in a certain amount of time. It's yeah. like that t- kind of stuff is like a challenge that is so different to the actual story of the game, which is why it's like, this is cool. That's so, my favorite achievement in the game is that you have to get all of the audio diaries in less than 10 minutes which means you have to do a bunch of weird sequence breaking of like going through secret doors backwards and stuff before you would know about them in the game so let let me ask you like does that at what point and you can be completely honest about this or or lie um at what point does always have both of those options (laughs) sure yeah you do uh like how how like far into the development process do this is the conversation about trophies specifically for something like gone home happen like are they an afterthought like the game is finished and you're like how do we sort of make microcosmic moments of this more interesting or was it yeah. like as you're as you're going because i know steam has achievements and i guess yeah i guess i would say one thing um point of order i know this is a playstation uh podcast but I will exclusively refer to them as Chivos. Thank you. Part two yeah. being, uh, in, in our case, it was long after the game shipped because we didn't do Steam achievements. Right. So when we were bringing it out on console, we were like, what do we, what do, you know, there's the obvious stuff like find all the audio diaries, but then how do we do the interesting well, stuff? For the that one that's expect? 10 minutes, how did you figure out that that was even possible? Uh, well, that's a fun thing is even though we didn't have Steam achievements, people were speedrunning the game on right. PC, just like doing, like there is, there, there are entries on speedrun.net for Gone Home for both any so, percent. It's so weird for yeah. me too. It's like seeing how fast you could eat a book. <laughs> not really the point of the book. You're kind of, I don't know why you do that. I know I misheard you, but to me it sounded like you said seeing how fast you can eat a book. I which sounds, said. oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Like you're not supposed yeah. to eat books. Yeah, no, that's what You happened. can say like, I can right. this book okay. in 20 minutes. You're like, wow, that's very fast reading. You're like, no, I didn't read it. I ate it. <laughs> I ate the whole book. Not reading, eating. Because yeah. like, uh, so, book. like Un- Undertale just came out on PS4 and Vita mm-hmm. and the achievements in that or the trophies in that game I'm going to call them that because I, I understand the Chivos uh, the, 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 the Chivadelios the Chivadelios yeah. uh, we're all just like <laughs> thanks for saying they're that like word. get an item get two items get three items anyway that's all the trophies thanks for playing and I think that that's there's something amazing about that uh, because they're just completely kind of incredulous right. but now no one else can do that like he did that first and now if anyone else does that they're either ripping him off or they're just going to come off as lazy but right. he got to be the first guy that's just like I want to make lazy la- laziness look cool and then I'm going to get out of there <laughs> but you guys also, have to find that balance of like you it- can sell a game based on the achievements or trophies in it and how easy they are to get like, yeah. I think that Xbox is a little more driven on this whether there's like people who have the most gamer score and there was a story kind of recently about the guy who was in the lead went on a honeymoon for like two weeks mm-hmm. and the guy who was behind him overtook him or something <laughs> and it was like this very dramatic thing because he'd been in the lead for a really long time and and these people play games like like cheerleading games pony games there was that mayonnaise one what? There, I'm sorry, what? No, sorry, was, I pointed thank at you, you and I was like, there was that mayonnaise one. Oh, like trying a to weird say I'm detective. white? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were there when we played the mayonnaise game. <laughs> Was it I, making, I, am, I am Mayo? There's a lot like, of different... I, I am Mayo. I, and there's it was, just yeah. trouble going on. Like, every <laughs> sentence is a new kind it's of... It's bad. Yeah, you're right. It's bad. We're in a rat's nest. I don't think you were there when he was playing the Mayo game. No, that's disgusting. Uh, no, so that was like the mayonnaise game on, on PS4. It doesn't get better the more times I say it. And you can buy it for like a dollar and you can get like a like a platinum trophy. So yeah. it was just an incredibly easy trophy because all you had to do was keep smacking on that mayonnaise Uh-huh, jar. yeah. Jesus. Really? Uh, it's not as sexual. It's a little more sexual than you think. Oh. It's really sexual. It's more sexual than I think. Yes. I would say it's far less sexual than you'd think, but there is a layer of sexuality to the mayonnaise game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I Am Mayo is available on PSN if you want to check it out. Months ago. Easy platinum. <laughs> Almost um, a year now. So you guys just got back from Gamescom. Yeah. Uh, in the land of Germanytown, as you've been referring Germany to Germantown. it. Germantown. Yeah. For, uh, Germantown. What, uh, any, any fun stories? What did you guys get to, get to play? Um, a lot of you drank a lot of beer. Yeah. Yeah. They actually really love mayonnaise there. They do. All right. Yeah. So that was a great, their, great start crisps, to that question. On their chips. Yeah, they're crisps. They do. <laughs> so anyway, no, no, Gamescom pom- is a, a show in, oh. in Germany where they have video games. Did you yeah. play any of them or uh, what? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, uh, I saw Faye behind closed doors. Uh, did you see that, Brian? No. No, no, no. That I think only Andrew and I saw and I absolutely loved it. So if you saw the trailer for that game, it looks like Ori in the Blind Forest. It's like very whimsical and colorful and the concept is basically the devs who made that game when they would like hang out as kids they would just go into a forest without anyone being there and just kind of like play as kids in a forest which is i'm sure foreign to all of us it's like mm-hmm. something that you i i didn't do that i went to I beaches thought, that was my that was my childhood too well there you go yeah, i like that. you like and these forest. european men so it's basically like the story of this little fox who <laughs> 
learns a series of different languages in this forest, which basically act like items in Zelda. You learn a new language, and then that is what unlocks another area. Hmm. Uh, there isn't any combat, but it's like really, really puzzle heavy. And all the languages are animal based, right? They are. So a, a certain animal will teach you a language when you get to a certain point, and then you can interact with the other animals of that language. And there's kind of an upgrade system where maybe at the start you can talk to a small bird, and then you can talk to a bigger bird. Like it kind of like progresses. Mm. <laughs> and then an even bigger bird. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but a giant bird. Ooh, uh, and Big Bird himself. Don't talk to himself. me or my bird ever again. So, uh, yeah, the, the languages are the things that progress the story. And it's it's just really pretty. Like, So does it, uh, does it like allow you to do like dialogue trees with the different animals because you can talk their language or you aren't, regular trees? You aren't actually <laughs> speaking with them at all. It's just a song. Okay. Um, and sometimes the song is kind of unpleasant, which could get annoying. Like some of the sounds are kind of bad, but no, you can't actually talk to them. It's sort of like a poetic interaction. Yeah, you're it's learning, you're learning their animal language. Yeah. But it's not, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to decide on whether or not we could like call it a Metroidvania because it is a 3D space and that's usually something that's like historically tied to 2D side scrolling games, but. Um, it's, it's kind, kind of Zelda-esque, is. I think, is the it best is. way to put it, right? Yeah, uh, in a way that I really wasn't expecting because from what we first saw, I was expecting it to be Ori in the Blind Forest, and it's totally not. Um, and yeah, it's not like fully open world, which is also what I thought at the start. Um, it doesn't have combat, but it does have these bad guys that are basically, I think they're called the silent ones, and they're basically like putting all of the animals in chains, and you go through the story trying to find out why they're doing that and how to save the animals from those people or beings or whatever, and uh, it seems like a lot of stealth sequences, but I mm. think that those are supposed to be puzzles in themselves. I don't think they'll get repetitive, mm. and it looks like uh, there are creative ways to like lure them out from wherever they are. Like Maybe you like find uh, something that's edible and like try and lure them out or like trick them into attacking each other, which yep. is possible as well. So like a lot of different examples of that. Um, but yeah, I got like Shadows of the Colossus vibes in kind of some of the grand scales of the game, and then obviously Ori in the art style and, and Zelda, so I'm like super sold on this you and i both played star wars battlefront yes did you realize you were playing on a ps4 pro no yeah so that's like that last game which i adored um never really got a pro upgrade because it kind of was released i guess like it was, was released way too way too far in advance i think yeah. it got like a nice like ultra pc settings but nothing, nothing yeah that was about it and by the time the game of the year version season pass stuff was done the pro was out hmm. but they never patched it or you know they never sort of retroactively went back to look at it hmm. but um yeah that game is stunning it is like it's seriously incredibly yeah. good looking yeah uh and also very hard it is hard yeah yeah uh I really, really liked uh, Starfighter Assault. I liked yep. it a lot. And Slave 1 was my favorite thing because mm-hmm. when you use the sonic boom, all of the other sounds get muted. Oh, they added that? It's yeah. so Ooh. good. It, it mutes everything in the entire game, which is kind of amazing. And the cool, stu- uh, cool thing is like – so last time around, like you start out a match in that game and everyone would rush to get these like hero mm-hmm. tokens that were basically like, here's how you get Slave 1. Here's how you get the Millennium Falcon. And no one cared about anything else but those things. Yeah. Because if you got them, you were like OP for the rest of the match. And in this one, um, you have to build up points to get those ships. It's like a currency. Yeah. And you can get points – doing objective stuff you can get it shooting down tie fighters so say like you're not good at shooting moving targets but you really hate those shields on like the big star destroyer you can just kind of jam on those shields for a while until you get ten thousand points and then trade it in for a slave one or yeah so the demo that we played uh each like hero vehicle was a thousand yeah battle points i think so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh but they will vary when the game actually comes out but i I way prefer that system yeah i think that's much better and they had darth maul's what's it called the Uh, scimitar the scimitar it's like uh so it can go basically invisible infiltrator yeah so it's like a stealth ship (laughs) so it kind of goes invisible and does all this cool stuff like that um yeah all the different ships control really well i found out that uh i think the the uh tie bomber was like kind of op yeah like that's the one that I ended up using the most because I just destroyed people with it. But I was also just very bad at evading anyone who managed to lock onto me. I just could not. Yeah, I did an interview with them uh, on our Gamescom live show, and like it's getting into like the nitty gritty of how they're working on that. I kind of asked them like in the last game, you guys scanned high res models from like Lucas, like that were just like you got an ATSD and you're like this is what it looks like. And for the prequel stuff, like they didn't mm-hmm. make physical props for a lot of things so they said that they actually got like the 3d models that were used 
in the film and kind mm-hmm. of built up from there. So in many ways, like they could make stuff that looks better than the movies do. They'd have to, right? Yeah. That is a weird thought. Yeah. Like the prequel assets kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> they just have to make they're, them better. They're still being like, it, it totally worked too. Having like the old and new vehicles in, in uh, yeah, one match was like totally fine. Like I totally didn't agree. feel weird at all. Um, so you can fly like the little ship that the little kid flew in the first in like Phantom Menace or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> the little kid, <laughs> <laughs> that young boy. Yeah, the, the, there's some sort of yellow banana ship that a sweet little yeah. boy yeah. flew around, the and he, accident, he accidentally blew up a Death Star. I don't know how to tell you this. That little yeah, boy he grew up to be astronaut Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They really made yeah. series of films about it. Like, all very good. Yeah. I really like that movie Star Wars. The little boy. <laughs> <laughs> The little boy who could. <laughs> uh, but that, no. that seems crazy, though, to have, like, the classic aesthetic and the prequel aesthetic ships it's, actually... Works really well. Yeah. 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 It's it's definitely it's definitely just, like, having a big box of toys and just dumping it out and being like, Bubble well, this all goes together. Did I ever tell you guys that story? When we were uh, at Celebration, the year that Battlefront 1 was coming out, uh, they just in every interview or like every presentation would say battle fantasies. So now every time that I like, cause that's the accent and they're saying battle fantasies and that's like their PR term that they right. keep using. Right. So Sounds like every like time they're fantasies. like, we just wanted to really like encapsulate the battle fantasies that we had as children. So now every time that I think of that game, it's battle fantasies. It really sounds like you're saying Bottle Fantasies, which sounds like a Bjork album. (laughs) That works, too. I am Bjork in Uh, these Bottle Fantasies. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely loved it. I think, like, of all the games that I played, that might have been my favorite. So that's how you, like, during my session, I just got wrecked. I was in, like, last place I got pretty wrecked at the start. Were you just getting disorientated? No, I found out. Well, I was because I found out, well, first of all, if you hit the left stick, you roll now, which um, means that you'll be just, like, just cycloning through space a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So when you're starting out, uh, don't do that. Well, cause it was, it's, <laughs> unless you know what you're doing. Was it dice that was working on vehicles this, this yeah, one? Yeah. Which like, they're so good at, at speed. That's no, Criterion mm-hmm. who's doing the vehicle stuff. Yeah. yeah it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, they know their vehicle yeah. stuff and it was like, yeah. that was a weird thing I was asking them. I was like, you guys make really realistic vehicle physics yeah. and now you're making like fake alien ships. Yeah. But I, like, they, yeah, they feel false. They this really is what do. we thought it would feel like. You know? Yeah. But I found out I was in a match against like 20 pro players. Oh. I was uh, like, oh, cool. Thanks, bros. Right. <laughs> look, me, yeah. look me up with those dudes. That's cool. I, I did pretty good when I played and I didn't find it that hard, but like, yeah, definitely at first That's I was. because you're a pro gamer. It's mm-hmm. true. Thank you. Uh, but at first I was definitely flipping a lot, but you know, having that is pointing where everything you need to go to is like made it really easy yeah. to do. I mean just at a glance like this I also this committed suicide quite a bit. So many so much more going on. Space on. So much so much more like detail and and just like the fact that there are are objectives to go after. Yeah. I mean the objectives are very basic but it's yeah. still something driving you, yeah. Max, the thing you like the most is that when you blow up, which will happen all the time, uh you're pretty much back in the map in like 15 seconds. Oh, it's good, way good. faster. And not 45 good, like yeah. last time. Yeah. The last time was, was just sort of like that always just feels like a commute. Check you know, you're like, yeah. And, yeah. You're like, all right, well, I'm going to be just flying for a moment here. Yeah. They're um, still being like weirdly cagey about how much content is going to be there at launch, which. Yeah. You know. Thank you for your question about how much content is going to be there at launch. We don't have anything to announce right now. But we'll have more to share as we get closer to time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really fixated on this prequel thing. Do they have Jar Jar? No, because um, it's the thing <laughs> that everyone the wants. There's so I think he's gonna be there somewhere in some way. They'll they'll sneak him. He'll be in. He'll be running in through the back of like some corridor somewhere. They did a lot of stuff like that in the last game where you'd be like, you don't have Gamorrean guards, but like in a jail cell in Jabba's palace, or like two of them are sleeping on the floor. You know. Like there's a tauntaun skeleton <laughs> stuck right, in a wall. Somewhere. I just like just like what the fans want. <laughs> like everything that they couldn't get into the game, they're like put another jail cell, just make him sleep in. The yeah, just sleep in the back. Well, Jar Jar what you asked for. Yeah, I mean that's if they're sleeping much, in a jail cell, we don't have to animate them. With Star Wars fans, that's kind of what we want. I mean, what I don't want is like that shot <laughs> Wait, in Rogue One. Well, look at like Rogue One. They were like, hey, remember the blue milk? There it is. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you know, the blue milk. There it, if they just put the blue milk in a jail cell, one. I think they might, Done. I think they might do Gungans. I think they might have like a whole like Battle of Naboo, like the full field and the, the boomers and the, you know. I want their, I want their ragdoll physics to be completely broken. Like you shoot one, it's just like, Wah! I want their like weird, their bunny ears to be just flying around everywhere, like Roger Rabbit. Just yeah. yeah. 
Way too, way too physical. Very nasty. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of disturbingly mutated Fleshy. things, uh, there was that game Biomutant, which mm-hmm. is, uh, can we please talk about that? Cause you guys actually got to see it in action. Yeah. Biomutant was on our live show. They had announced the game basically at the start of Gamescom. Mm-hmm. So we went from not knowing anything about this game to it being our, I think most popular game out of games. One of them, right? yeah, in terms of views on uh, the stuff we upload into YouTube, like it, it performed yeah. super well. Yeah, it did, it did I crazy. Well. I, I didn't see anything about this. What is the basic? It's just Cause Aliens. That's it. Yeah, so cool. it's like former Just Cause Sick. devs split off from the studio to make their own thing, and they started this new sort of 3D open world-ish action platforming game where you can make vehicles and stuff like that, starring mutated animals that have to oh, like, okay. yeah. battle yeah. back oh like uh, like like bio mutant it's it, got kind yes. of like a okay. like a cyberpunk uh mrs frisbee and the rats of nims kind of vibe to it the animals look cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you get to be like a, a neon pink raccoon who goes around and and like gets like hot air balloons and, and mech suits to okay a lot is happening yeah. Right. yeah yeah it's a lot yeah neon pink raccoon that gets hot air balloons mm-hmm. yeah yeah where you pre-order <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks uh here's here's some here's some footage of it right here you get you put your hand in nasty oh. water and it turns all uh gila monstery yeah um, so they wouldn't let me know if like humans were ever really part of this world but it seems like they weren't like we don't have anything to announce about humans at this time yeah we can't talk about <laughs> humans at this time. but there is so, a car door in the game who cares you're like a one-eyed cat it's great i want to know yeah. about the lore I don't know about the world. So basically, yeah, you you encounter different groups of aliens that uh, are basically like these tribal gangs, and they all have different. Uh, I like his funny quirks. little raccoon boy. He's yeah, like, like, the main character is awesome. He's just like really fun to watch. I'm a big fan of his Buster Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you playing? Do, do you play as many different animal types, or are you that little raccoon? I think boy? you just play no, as that one. You can be fat. Oh, really? like, there's a whole like sort of slider where they, we we have a video up of just like showing like full character yeah. customs, and you can like change the color of the fur and the type of stripes, and it's. It looks it looks pretty robust, and you can you know, I don't know, pick what your like, I don't interests are. There's like a part of the beginning where they take you. What your interests? Well, there's like Mm -hmm. a food. It takes you like a literal really into genealogy. (laughs) Like hobbies include I don't know, like you write check out your resume, update your LinkedIn page or whatever. (laughs) You get to like this literal crossroads, and it's like. Are you like an anti-hero or are you kind of more of like a goody-goody or whatever? Yeah. And you you choose sort of – it's interesting because it's like the direction you choose to go is like your character's choice in that sense, yeah. which is – it seems really interesting though. Um, Looks awesome. Very excited about that. Uh, did, did they show more gameplay stuff or – because the, the thing we were just looking at was like a pre-run. Yeah, yeah. There's a, we did like a play it. Th- we put up like a 13-minute cool. – Yeah, that down. wasn't a ton. But. It'll be playable at PAX also. So That's it's oh, like really? hugely yeah. reassuring too that they're like, hey, here's a playable thing. The CG trailer is just to get you excited but yeah. it actually does kind of look like that. It's, yeah, I totally agree. I think like the sort of the, – the three days of being like we don't know what this is. We have an idea what this is. This is what it actually looks like in motion. It, yeah. it just re- really reassured me that this was a real video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which you know you don't really yeah. get a lot of. It's like the Beyond Good and Evil two problem, right? Is like they had that trailer drop. It was the coolest thing ever. I literally cried, and then they showed it behind closed doors to like ten journalists, mm-hmm. and Marty and I were two of them. So it's like they didn't really prove to anyone that that's a game. So everyone's just like, this is going to come out in eight years time, mm-hmm. right? Like it functions. Yeah, it's it's, it was like an idea. Yeah, I think that's that's really the thing that um, these guys have to do with Biomutant is release it within, I don't know. Year and a half, you know, yeah. Get it out there, ship yep. it. Because people are so excited for it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Strike while the iron is hot, and the animals are pink. Yeah, I think people uh. were just really excited. It's a new thing. Yeah, it yeah. isn't like a sequel or remake or prequel. Yeah, or uh, sequel prequels. Speaking of remakes, uh, one the big pre-sequel. huge announcement is uh, Secret of Mana is coming to PS4 and Vita on February fifteenth. Yeah. Um, this is. This is cool. Secret of Man is a great game. That's like one of those kind of classic like Square Squaresoft RPGs from back in the day. It was on Super Nintendo. According uh, to this piece of paper, also coming out on Steam, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, look at I that. I know this is a PlayStation podcast. But I just, I just uh, as a PC gamer, I just right over that. Yeah, please leave. I just steamrolled right over that. I'll show myself out. Um, Secret of Mana, that was the Super Nintendo yeah. title? Okay, I thought so. Seek and Top-down, sort of like hack and slash, uh, you know, multiple, it, optionally multiple. Yeah, it's, it's the, it was a, yeah, a Super Nintendo co-op squ- Enix, I guess, yeah. before they were Square Enix, yeah. uh, yeah. RP, which is like, that's a, that was a crazy, sentence to exist in yeah. like 1995 yeah, or no, whatever totally. um but yeah that's yeah fun. we didn't get a lot of games like this um so this cute. game's adorable looking yeah like, it looks really good i i really liked this game back in the day look at that i don't know hair. i don't know 100 percent about that griffin's face but aside from that i'm you don't know, like his, well, that's his how people haircut. feel about you maybe steve okay <laughs> wow all right wow he's our guest 
You can't just say that. Well, I just got summarily roasted. <laughs> Sorry. Beyond. On. Yeah, beyond the pale. Man, that's, yeah. that's rough. Um, I'm like, so, so, so it's like a 3D remake. It's yeah. like a full, they like, did, like um, reconstruction. Oh, is it? Okay. They put out, I mean, like, like, well, um, unless it was just that trailer, but. The original game was 2D. Yeah. They put out uh, uh, Legend of Mana a couple years ago, which is also on Vita, and it was like using the same kind of sort of battle system and everything. And it was – I think it's going to be still sort of same camera angle, but it's going to be polygons running. Right, right. Was the Legend of Mana one – that was – the original one for that was a PS1 game, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, Um, cool. Yeah, like I was always – I never liked Secret of Mana as much as the weird American sort of like bastard spinoff Secret of Evermore because like Secret of Mana is like super colorful, very like very neon and and that's fine and everything. But I feel like looking at this this trailer, it's very like very cutesy. looks kind of like like Nintendo DS-y and uh, I feel like that's probably what they were actually going for with the original sprite art. But I have like this different kind of conception of what it looks like in my head. Yeah. Um, It's cool to see a like sort of beloved – RPG being remade in just a few months and not, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Fantasy seven. Yeah. What happened take. to that game? Uh, I mean, they probably overscoped. I don't know. Steve, you make video games. What happened to that game? <laughs> How do you make Final Fantasy seven episodic? Yeah. Solve that. That does seem. And go. <laughs> that does seem hard. I don't know. I mean, that game was kind of in chapters, but a lot yeah. less than, I mean, once you get out into the open world. Exactly. It's open. That's the part right. that I just don't know how they'll do it. Yeah. The, you know, the game they could have made episodic would be like uh, Chrono Trigger would be a lot more episodic a bowl because you mm-hmm. kind of are unlocking time periods. Yeah. I'm just I'm going to start play. weaving more and more just general dev questions into the uh, run of show here. I would when, love for you to do that. Uh, what What's it like to delay a game? Like what is that attitude like in the in the room? Like how, uh, how do you get to that decision where everyone yeah. is like, we we got to we got to say we're not ready. Yeah, I mean I think that um, there's 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 different versions of it, right? Like so for Tacoma we had announced the game and shown it and then we realized we needed to kind of like take a shift in direction to get it to where we wanted it to be. That's one kind of delay where you're kind of like, okay, we don't think it's quite all the way there for like to make this like the thing we want to ship, we need to like mm-hmm. take some more time. And the other one is just like you've been just like crunching and grinding for months and months and you're still not done and you gotta delay it and the first one is easier, I think, to be like, yeah, we're doing the right thing. This is going to be good for the project. And the second one, you're kind of like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, either of them can be necessary to actually, like, get something out there, you know? It's is just it, like ideal it, world, you say, this is going to take two years, and then it does. Does it give you that level yeah. of relief, like, when – um like when you cancel plans with somebody <laughs> where you're like, Oh, we were supposed to go do this thing tonight. I'm excited for it, but I also like really just not would like to nod to. I mean, I don't know if I've ever heard of the version of a game getting delayed where you're sort of like, I don't feel like releasing it yet. Let's just take longer. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that does sound going to be nice. If you're just sort of like, why don't we just take an extra six months? We can relax a little bit. Yeah. I would, I would do that if that I, that doesn't exist, right? But I, mean, I think from the outside looking well, in, probably like, somebody has like, if, sure. If you're, sure. if you're like small enough and you have enough money and you don't have like shareholders that are mm-hmm. like, you got to hit Q3 or something, then right. you probably could just be like, guys, you get this out in six months. We're really going to have to be busting our asses. None of us want to crunch. We, let's take a little extra time, but like that is uh, some of that and, uh, and most like golden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna yeah. say because most studios don't really have the advantage going in from the jump to sort of just be like, "We're making a video game. We'll let you know when it's done." You have right. to kind of have to be like quarter two. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's hard to get something finished when you don't have a finish line because you could keep working on something for ever right yeah i've heard that a game is never finished only ever shipped the idea being that like no one is ever actually like okay it's done we don't have anything else to add (laughs) it's just like all right we we decided that we had to finish and ship that thing 100 percent. yeah now like is there sort of an initial relief after delaying something and then sort of that horrible morning after we were like oh there's still all the work it's not like we're i mean for like for what we did it was like okay we have to delay it because we have a bunch of stuff to figure out. So it was just like, it was just different work. It was like, you have to go back and you're going to be like trying to do a bunch of like design work and iteration and discussion and like find the specifics of what you're trying to do. So really there, I don't really feel like, at least for my experience, it's not like a relief thing. It's just sort of like an, all right, we're not doing the finish the game work right now. We're doing this other possibly harder work of yeah. like, it's figuring a stuff out work instead of getting stuff done work. And then the getting stuff done work. Oof happens after that (laughs) so it's just more work but you know like the thing is the figuring out can be really hard and you're just like 
what game are we making? We don't know what game we're making. But then when you do have those breakthroughs and you're like, okay, now we know what it is and we can make it. And yes, we're making it like that is that is the point that you want to get to where it's satisfying. You're like, okay, we took the time. Now we know the mm-hmm. real answers to this stuff. And now we have to execute instead is, of like not really being solid on the thing that you're putting on screen. Is there like a weird dance of like not over promising to begin with? Cause I know like I mean, we talked about No Man's Sky all, all, you know, for like a year. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that was them sort of being like, you're going to be able to do this and this and this. And then them being like, we're not talking to anyone ever again. We're scared. <laughs> like, which I, I kind of understand. Murray. Yeah. It was just like a weird. That whole situation was yeah. just like all these people' expectations really high. And they didn't accept. They had really a, an award at, at GDC and didn't accept it. And everyone was like, "They didn't come to GDC." And they were just like, "Oh no, we were just eating dinner. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't realize that we were going to win an award." <laughs> I was like, "They still haven't showed up." So was that like a? I mean, because I know like even you know we're huge Star Wars fans here. We just talked about Star Wars for fifteen minutes. Like Rogue One, like yeah. had seven trailers in a row that w- weren't in the movie, right? And ultimately, like they, that movie got a free pass. This I'd is a say. rebellion, isn't it? Yeah, I rebel. Exactly. The okay. scene with the Tie Fighter comes <laughs> up, but no one ever goes like no one ever boycotts. Rogue One. No one went to the AMC theaters and they're like, give me my money back. That didn't give me what I promised. With movies, it's just like, it's fine. You see a movie trailer that has a bunch of stuff in it that isn't in the final version of the film. That's an interesting point. Yeah. And we just were like so quick to just go like, that's fine. That's okay. But me as a Star Wars fan, I'm like, how come you didn't have that cool scene that you're missing a lot of the exposition and stuff like that? So is it like when you guys first started showing like teasers for Tacoma and stuff, was there this idea that like, we have to keep everything in the teaser in the final version of the game because what if we don't? People are going to be mad. I've, I, that's the thing. I've, I've been involved with projects that people had more of those concerns where they're sort of like, well, if we don't put the thing, if we don't put the thing from the whatever, the, the E3 demo in the game, then people will be like, where is that thing? And I'm mm. sort of like, I don't know that people actually care that much. Like if the game is good and they, liked what they played it probably won't be that big of a deal unless you were like and we're gonna have drivable tanks and there's just no drivable tanks in the game right. but like unless individuals colonial marines it's really yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know yeah if you're like we're gonna have this big feature and it's just not there then obviously that's not good but like if you're sort of like but where was that one scripted event from that one level that you showed at e3 yeah. two years ago it's kind of like well, i don't know we cut that yeah. but i hope you like the game we did ship i think you had like a, a cool thing happening with gone home specifically was I heard a lot of the dialogue leading into that game was people saying, don't read anything about it. Don't watch anything about it. Just sit down and play. Like actually right. that's how I played it. Greg Miller texted me right? and he was like, you got to play this game. Like, I don't know what you're doing tonight. It's going to take you like two hours. Don't, don't watch our review. Don't like read, don't watch anything on YouTube. So I had, mm-hmm. I literally knew nothing about your game. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like you were coming in up at noon the next day to do our show. Okay. Yeah. And I sat down that night and I played it start to finish without knowing anything was floored. And then you came in and I had all these questions for you, which yeah. is like puts me in a really cool position because very few people can like beat a game and then talk to the guy that made it. The <laughs> right. <next day. laughs> but I think that's like, that's an interesting spot too, which like, uh, there's like that sort of self-imposed media blackout Yeah. rather yeah. than I need every new screen. I need every new content drop. Like I've avoided everything I can to do with Hellblade because I haven't been able to play it yet. Yeah. So I've avoided seeing anything about that game. Like I'm kind of the opposite with movies, excepting Star Wars actually. Like I will like. Really? You like to find out as much as possible about a movie before you see it? I think so. That's out crazy. of curiosity. That's crazy. No, <laughs> it's just, that's just the opposite of me. Cause like my ideal experience is just like all I've heard is the movie's good. Yep. You should see it. And maybe just like the very most basic premise, but like yeah. the less I can know about a good movie. Before well, you don't, I'm not going to watch anything else from The Lost Jedi. Like I don't want to see. Yeah. yeah. The problem is like you don't always get that option, right? Like Max and I yeah. will, they'll just like, they'll send us a box and we open it up and it's a bunch of toys from the new movie. And I'm like, yeah. Oh man, that's like Snoke wears a gold dress now. Like mm-hmm. what the hell? Um, Spoilers, man. Damn. Snoke, weird stuff like that. Snoke is wearing a gold dress. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's kind of like it's the a, bell of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's like a pimp's robe. It's an exciting yeah. subplot. Yeah, it's weird. Um, no, it's like it's. I don't know. Just it's just a weird like going into some anything with expectations. I think will work against you. I mean, that can be like a real life situation. Going to a party, being like, "Oh, the following people are going to be there." Uh, I have a mental image of what the house looks like, and you show up, and you're like, "This is nothing like I expected." Yeah. The following people are reality. Yeah. Well, there's something um, that's really strange about that. With releasing Tacoma, was like we were super fortunate and grateful that so many people like 
had a really strong response to Gone Home and like, you know, we're like a lot of people kind of like connected with that game and then releasing Tacoma. Like there's, I think literally no review that doesn't start with talking about like Gone Home. And I think that having that point of comparison is definitely a very different experience to people who are just like, what's this game about a house? You know, you're like, Oh, I remember Gone Home and I remember Mm. how I felt about it. And this is in comparison to that instead of like like Tacoma is spoken about as, from the developers have gone home. Right. Yeah. Which, which has its positives, but is also like just, it puts, it puts totally different expectations in people's heads. Well, it's like, Mm -hmm. look at, look at Jackie Brown, you know, like that said from the director of Pulp Fiction. Right. It's like, yeah, but it's also Jackie Brown. Right. It's an awesome movie on its own. And people were like, but it's not Pulp Fiction. And you're like, yeah, but it's really great. And like, maybe you don't appreciate that right now, but like someday you'll understand that this is a really cool movie. It's just different than the other movie. Right. Like yeah. a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, Jackie Brown, that's his best movie. But at the time, I think it was totally like, but what about it being Pulp Fiction again? Why, yeah. Pulp Fiction? Why don't you give me that exact feeling again yeah. twice? Yeah. I mean, it's, I haven't, I haven't played Tacoma yet, but even just going into it, I know that it's got sci-fi elements. It's in space, you mm-hmm. know, and gone home. I went in completely cold, like, like Brian. So it's right. sort of like, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't know how that's going to affect things. You know? yeah. like, I don't know yeah, what yeah. it is in my head. Isn't it inspired by that 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 play in New York. Mm-hmm. Have you done called? that? No, Sleep No More. I really want to try and go. And I, I've heard that like a lot of devs have said that games have been inspired by Sleep No More. Yeah, if you um, if you're in the New York area, you should totally get a ticket to Sleep No More, which is a an immersive theater production that's still going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you've played Tacoma and you're in the New York area and haven't gone to Sleep No More, I think you'll find it very interesting. Which is why yeah, he, he, he like tonight. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he's still there. No, it's they just really had, I never left. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sleep anymore. Some say he's still there today. Some say at night when the lights go oh. out, you can hear him go. It's <laughs> a classic Marty sound. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just, Max just slid one in there. Nobody else caught it. What'd you say? What I do? Oh, you like you guys are oh. just going wild, and you're just like, yeah, he just doesn't sleep anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do he that all the time. I, I just say these stupid things. I love somebody it. chimes <laughs> up, chimes in in the comments or something. Um, all the Easter eggs. Yeah, Easter eggs. <laughs> Find them if you if you dare. Um, while they're hot, those hot hot Easter eggs. Steve, you, you guys ever just had a good just hot Easter egg no. on Easter morning? No, no that's awful. Mm. You know what I like about I like about Easter is it's like the only time of year that they'll just sell you a, like a whole dozen hard boiled eggs. Yeah, like that's only an American area. thing. I think that is not a thing in Australia. Where's Greg and Colin? I miss Greg and Colin. They come back. <laughs> no, the show's going great. You're just very jet lagged. We're totally sticking to these bullet points that I carefully assembled. We're yeah, we, half. We've, we've gotten through of three of them. Yeah. killing it. Should we? Should we move on? Yeah. Are you are you a fan of the Yakuza games, Steve? I am. Can we talk about that? Because nobody else I know plays them. I want to, and I love to. Okay. Get me. Okay. So we got a bunch of announcements last week. I, I well, Yakuza Kiwami first of all is out today, which is the kind of modern full-blown remake of the first yakuza game it's 30 bucks it's on psn if you've never played any yakuza game it's a pretty good starting off point have you yeah. touched this at all uh I, I mean i played the original one when it came out but i haven't played the or even looked at the remake stuff but I, i've heard that they're doing that and yakuza 2 as a mm-hmm. as a high-res remake have you right? played zero at all i have yeah so, yeah i've played up into the first time that you um go to osaka in in because uh, okay. that's the that's the one that's in the eighties right right not because right. yeah. just to be fair there's a lot of yakuza games yeah, <laughs> and there are about to be even more yeah 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 I don't think I realized that. well I yeah. reviewed one of them and then had a conversation like uh, last year and was like oh yeah I reviewed this one and was like wait no not that one it was just like yeah. Wikipediaing and being like what happened in the plot of all of these games yeah. so I can figure out which one I reviewed yeah yeah no I I really like yakuza zero a lot I think that the whole eighties setting works really well for that series how about you, those fishing mini games you hit people and money flies out of them. Which is one of my favorite things it's to do, great. generally speaking. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's like a River City Ransom joint. No, these do these games are like The Witcher 3 meets River City Ransom, and I love them for that. Well, they're also by a bunch of the original Shenmue team is still like involved mm-hmm. with those games. So it ha- it's like it, – I, it, what it feels like to me is that they made Shenmue, and they were like, okay, that was like critically acclaimed, but it's like a weird game, and people – talk about sailors all the time whatever and then they were like what if you were just a badass yakuza guy who did shenmue stuff but also just kicked the shit out of everybody yeah. what if we made that and then they made 40 of them yeah. yep. apparently that idea was the right one i love in, in yakuza zero there's just this one like npc you keep beating the crap out of who just pretty much is shenmue like he's just like this dude in like a fleece line jacket he's just walking around you're like i'm sorry for hitting you with that bicycle so many times sir it remind me of like the underworld movies where you're like all right these are popular somewhere but how right yeah I used to love those the yeah. underworld movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I will say there's like, there, like, aside, putting aside all the ones that are being announced now, 
like I feel like if you wanted to, you could be a gamer who exclusively plays Yakuza games and just be never fine. run. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, there's got there's like ten thousand hours of Yakuza out there to play yeah. if you want. It's crazy. Games. They're yeah. very dense. Um, but yeah, like Kiwami's out today. It's thirty bucks, and if it's like a starting point, and I, I've been playing that and uh, Zero kind of side by side. Yeah, and I feel like the story in Kiwami's like considerably because it's the first story. It's considerably more concise and like kind of right. to the point. Whereas Zero is like all over the place because it's doing that kind of prequel thing where they're like, "Remember this guy?" And I'm like, "I don't. This is my first time. <laughs> I don't know who that man is." Um, I'm really, just, I'm really excited that they're doing Yakuza 2 yeah. as a remake because that's honestly, I haven't played all of them because there's a lot of them. Yeah. But, uh, Yakuza <laughs> 2 out of the ones I've played is my favorite one because it felt like it was almost like it, it was a very direct sequel and it felt like it was the one that they had the least budget to just make like endless cutscenes in. So it's very gameplay focused and there's just mm-hmm. tons of really crazy side quests, but it's just like, it really gets to the heart of what I love about Yakuza, which is just this, this gonzo version of being in Tokyo where you're just going into all these little crazy short stories and then you come out the other side and you have some XP mm-hmm. and you do some more and then there's some weirdo that needs your mm-hmm. help on the corner. And like Yakuza 2, I, I loved it when it came out and I'm glad that more people get to play it because it was only ever on the PS2. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those games that like didn't do well so they never made very many copies of it. So it's actually like kind of uh, rare. Oh, even. really? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. yeah that's uh, awesome. But yeah. So that comes out uh, in December in Japan and if I had to guess, it's probably going to be around – it's going to be out stateside, which they haven't announced. But I, I, based on kind of the pattern they're doing this, that will probably be out around this time of year next year. Um, but in the meantime, in, in like the spring, winter, we get uh, Yakuza 6, which is totally new story, kind right. of standing on its own. And that's the first one that's on this new engine they've been working with. Mm. It's made specifically for PS4. Like, uh, oh, OK. Kiwami and Yakuza 0 are both running on like basically a PS3 great hardware not super sense. good looking games they look they look they, at times I, they look great i think yakuza zero is yeah. is quite good looking especially because pretty bland from most of what i saw i mean i really like that they, they have a really like kind of incredible level of density to the city yeah. like when you're going through the streets there's just so much yeah. signage mm-hmm. and people and like i really love some of the that's something that's something that's interesting about seeing a game that is clearly just been built on like the same engine the same foundation for like 10, 15 years is you just see the weird little things that clearly they were like, we're putting this in this time. So like I, the first time we noticed it was in Yakuza zero. It might've been an earlier one, but there's some NPCs that are just walking around the city, just like holding hands, just kind of unspokenly. They're just like, you <laughs> see adorable. a couple and, and if you like run into them, they like, you know, stop yeah. holding hands and then they go back together and walk Aww. down the street more. And so those cool. kinds of little details are cool. And I mean, since it's basically a PS3 game, it like runs super smooth. It's like yeah. 60 frames per second yeah. all the yeah. time. And that feels really good to be running around the streets. And, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, um, I mean, it, it's funny. They remind me of that kind of like high school fan art where it's like, you you really focus on the details you want to draw, right? So yeah, like mob bosses, and you're like, "Holy crap! I can see his pores." There's yeah, you're detail. right. Totally right. You're like, "Wow, that, that like that sword I just got is really cool." And then you'll be like, "That suit looks like it is from a PS2 game." Like there's yeah. some textures that are like, what, what "Yeah, I guess I feel like some of the colors on the streets are bland." But then when I'm thinking about it, there's like you know the markets and that's super busy. Like they, yeah. they do have a lot of stuff in them. It's just not very bright. I, I love all the like neon signage. That's all yeah. up on the walls. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just cool being in that space when you're yeah. playing. Mm-hmm. It's so that's awesome. I'm, I'm like completely just head over heels in these games. They I'm never like, brought like, any of the ones over that are not modern, right? Like they didn't localize any of the like samurai ones, right? No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Man, I wish um, they would do that. There's like a zombie one too. Oh yeah, I think they did bring that over. Yeah. Yakuza: The End, which they was did. about like yeah. like like uh like machine gunning zombies. Like uh, I think that the the guy with the eye patch has like a mini gun for an arm or something. Would, I don't know. I would check out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So really, the underworld movies. <laughs> yeah. They're adding more though. They just announced uh, Yakuza Online, which is going to be on smartphones and PC. And there's like a whole new character who looks like uh, Spike Spiegel with a beard, kind of. And it takes cool. place after Yakuza Six. So if you're trying, I don't know when this is even going to come to the West, if if ever. Uh, if you're trying to avoid spoilers for Yakuza Six, maybe don't play the smartphone game. <laughs> uh, and then, if that wasn't enough, they have announced that the Yakuza team is working on a Fist of the North Star game, which is called. Bear with me. The title is 
Hokuto ga gotaku, go, gotoku. Gotoku. <laughs> and that's a com- that's a portmanteau of Yakuza's Japanese name, which is uh, Ryu ga gotoku. I'm not even saying Yeah, it's gotoku totally. is my favorite Dragon Ball character. <laughs> that's a good one. Goto- yeah. <laughs> that's the evolution, and then, right? Gotoku. And then there's Fist <laughs> Where are all the Dragon Balls? Is, <laughs> uh, Fist of the North Star is Hokuto no Ken. So they've taken these two hard, hard to pronounce uh, non-localized names right. and fused them into one. Uh, Fist in the North Star is, of course, basically like anime kung fu Mad Max, where they people get punched so hard that they they explode into guts for no reason. Uh, it's, it's a it's, match made in heaven. It's because he attacks all of their pressure points with such force that then it builds up and explodes their bodies. Yeah, it's true. He does it. He does it, and then they laugh, <laughs> and then he says, "You're already dead," and then they explode. Very good. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so down with that. Like, that's just, that's going to be just a, just a disgusting, wonderful mess. If it is anything like the Yakuza I'm, games. I'm extremely excited about that idea. Like the Yakuza team doing a fist of the North star post-apocalyptic punch guys so much they explode game is yeah, that that's my whole life. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. That's the weird thing about Yakuza, though, is you don't really murder anybody, like here and there, I guess. But oh, that's the weird thing. Uh, <laughs> no, like that's is you play you play GTA, and they're like, "Welcome to the tutorial. Please kill eighteen civilians to progress to the next. We'll teach you how to use the start menu or whatever." Yeah. And like in Yakuza, they're like, "There's been one murder." Yeah, and you're the culprit, but you're not. And you're like, but like you. What, get more murders. Come on. <laughs> and you'll, you'll like beat somebody to death with like a fish tank or something and then he'll just be like, that hurt! And you're yeah. like, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyway, this week we've got a ton of games coming out so we're going to go through this pretty quickly. Uh, first things first, it's Everybody's Golf, which is one of the few first party Sony games coming out this fall. Uh, it is a game where everybody is golf. Andrew really likes it. Yeah. Oh, also, we uh, decided that there would be an IGN DLC for this game and it's What's Up Everybody's Golf. <laughs> yep. Yep. I like it. There we uh, go. The, the box art for this game is great. It's just as everybody's golf and there's a big golf ball and all these people are real happy about it. But then you flip it over and it says, do activities other than golf. <laughs> like, okay. It actually seems like a very fun game. I know, but they should be like, you can also play tennis or you can drive. Yeah. To be like, you can do stuff other than the thing you're supposed to do here. Bit weird. I find that alluring. Yeah, it's, you're, it's you're, you're the target market for that. <laughs> What's up, everybody's golf? It's it's also just sort of vague because it's like, who, like, what's up, everybody's golf? We will not be golfing today. I'm gonna <laughs> drive activities. us over to the uh, tennis court. Huh? Yeah, but like, I mean, who are they? Who are they trying to appeal to? Who's gonna pick up a game that's just called Everybody's Golf? And they'll be like, ah, I'm not partial to golf, but perhaps I'll go in for further inspection. Andrew <laughs> Golf Bob. Like, it's Andrew Golf Bob. There's it's more definitely Andrew. Yeah. When they say oh, other yeah. things, other things to do, they mean uh, fishing. Uh, and driving course. the golf cart around the golf course. <laughs> so, just dad stuff on the course. Can you drive it into the lake and leave it there? I hope so. I'm going to take home a copy and find out. I'm very yeah. excited All about right. this game. Please report back and let us know. <laughs> um, What's up, everybody's golf? There we go. <laughs> then there's uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which yeah. is the prequel. I previewed this. Not a fan. Uh, it. it it ran very badly, um, but it's also just that the main character is Chloe and it's before Life is Strange. And I just think that she is an incredibly unlikable character. And in the preview that I played, she says one positive thing and it's optional. So it's like she just is very angry. And she's been through some stuff. Like if you played Life is Strange when they're like a, it was a death in her family. Her best friends have abandoned her. She's like very alone and she's a teenager. But it's like she's just so intolerable that I find it infuriating to play. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Prequels What's are hard. Up everybody's golf. <laughs> I don't know. Just having a prequel is just a hard hard problem it's too because you're sort of yeah. like we know what's going to happen after this well it's also interesting so it's because it like doesn't have the compelling. um time manipulation mechanic yeah. so it is really a hmm. basically what they replace it with is like a kind of conflict resolution system hmm. chloe gets into a lot of fights because she's All a right. dick and then you have to just try and get your way out of them basically so yeah i think there's been maybe two or three times in like the history of pop culture where i've seen something and been like that's great Tell me about what they were like growing up. Yeah. And it's been good too. Like I think like honestly like I, I watched Better Call Saul. That's right. the closest thing I've come to being like this happened before the events of a thing I like. Yeah. And it's help. It's fleshing out the story more. Yeah. That's like one, most things just don't. It's one of the examples. Uh, yeah. What it's also other not examples? not made by Don't Nod. It's a different studio as well. Right. Because they are making a Life is Strange 2 I believe. Right. Not Nod. So it's um. Yeah. What are other good prequels? I don't. I don't know. If oh. Uh. 
Star Wars The Young Boy, <laughs> as I remember. Uh, the Young yeah, Boy. The young Star Wars The Little Boy is a really good one, yeah. Like, my go-to was going to be... The Little Boy Who Drives a Car. Assassin's Creed Revelations has a bunch of throwbacks yeah. to uh, Altaïa, which I, I loved so I fondly, does but that, that e- doesn't count, really. Does that even count, though? Because that's entirely a game about going like going back in time to stuff. It is a good point. Yeah. Like, the whole series is technically a prequel. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess we were just talking about Yakuza 0, which is yeah. a prequel yeah, in the true. 80s, and I actually liked it a lot. Yes. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, we figured it out. Yeah, there we go. go. Better call Saul. Star Wars and, the young boy. Star Wars the, the little boy, boy with <laughs> the yellow car. And the throwbacks <laughs> in Assassin's Creed Revelations, mm-hmm. which might be its own prequel always. Who knows? Yes, the Animus. Uh, also out this week is Absolver, which is a very strange game that Devolver's Pudgeling. Pudge, 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 <laughs> I don't know where that is. a video game. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a very hard to describe game. It's an online multiplayer uh fighting type game melee mm-hmm. combat focused but you, there's like an rpg mechanic to it i there's there are buzzwords that they don't like you to use when you're talking about it i've done like stand-ups about it and they're like could you not say this and i can't remember what it was i'm not supposed to say uh but for, for my kind of takeaway from this when i first checked it out is that it's like a fighting game where two people kick the crap out of each other except after that's over it doesn't just go you win and then it's onto like a menu you actually walk away from the fight so you're like exploring this world and they're like Oh. Having these one-on-one encounters, so it's huh. got this. Hmm. Uh, I mean, apparently there's more than just one-on-one. So, so it's like an open-world exploration game, and then you do fighting game style. Uh, yeah, but any one of those huh. words could be a no-no buzzword. I'm not sure. It might not be proper open-world. I really like that we cut to the footage of someone uh, seemingly getting caught on a rock for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I think you can use whatever words you want, Mike. Yeah, I agree. Some I words see. they get. I get in trouble if I use them at work, but otherwise, yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this looks like just a really interesting game and like the whole combo system is like, is very, like, I think you like unlock. Yeah, oh, it's so it's, so it's published by Devolver. It's yeah. called Absolver. It's called, yeah. Aren't they also publishing a game called Ruiner? Yeah, they are. Yes. There's a lot of mm-hmm. that naming convention. Go- they, I think they There's were just also like, a game that sounds week. like our publisher and that one does too. We're in. There's it was a game like out this week called Observer also, <laughs> which they didn't publish. Which they didn't publish. No. Yeah. So we've got yeah. Absolver and Observer and the, Gone Homer. <laughs> yeah, and Tacoma. We got the Tacoma. Yeah. In, yeah, in in your accent, yes, then it works. Well, I just say Tacoma. I have to put in an uh on it because it's. I say it sounds the same both Tacoma. ways. Tacoma and Tacoma. I like that. All right, we did get the Simpsons license. We are making Gone, Gone Homer. Gone Homer. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> False. It's IGN exclusive. What's up, everybody's golf? <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, another game out this week is Last Day of June. Uh, they sent out promotional tissues. For this, not because it's overtly sexy, but because it's very sad. It's a Marty game? It's a Marty game, mm-hmm. uh, or so they want it to be. I, I haven't heard much about this. It's got this very stylized, uh, kind of like, kind of cartoony looking people. Can you, can you cut back to Max really quick for one second? Please cut back to me. Why does he look so much like the Nathan Drake that's right next to him? Oh, you kind of do. Nathan Drake looks really angry. It's probably the Yeah, same. well, I mean, if, if, if Max was a little bit more frustrated. Look angry. Yeah, there you go. There it was. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe yeah, not that okay. much. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You were saying about crying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like a sad, one of those sad, sad games. Uh, in not sad game news, there's Rock of Ages 2, which is bigger, badder, bolder. Uh, do you guys play the Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages game? That- I did. It was, it, it's by, um, uh, what's the name of the studio? Do you, do you remember? My, my brain is failing me, but they made, um, Oh god damn it! They're, they're good. They, I know. I'm doing amazing. Did they make Fat Princess? Is it the same? No. Okay. Um, Rock of Ages is the they're they're Chilean and they made um, oh, those cool. first person uh, melee combat games. They're from like eight years ago. They had a really weird Condemned? art style. No, sorry, that was Monolith Productions. Um, it, he says first person combat games, and you go to Condemned. I yeah, mean, it's that's a first, a first person, first person punching game. You fight game. the homeless that's man. What I'm talking about. You can fight the homeless man. Yes. No, you, you know must. what? You know how I describe no that game? It's a uh, dead pigeon fetch quest. Really? You yeah. know how I describe this conversation? Me dunking a basketball over you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what's up, everybody? Anyway, Rock of <laughs> Ages Two is out this week as Rock well. Ages, yeah. Now here's a very special game we're all going to talk about at great length. It's called White Day: A Labyrinth Named School. Oh, I'm all for <laughs> this. Okay, this is a go game. on. This Where is, did you find this? This is on PlayStation. Store? This is coming out on PlayStation this week. It's on PS4. That's it's great. a first-person survival horrorish adventure type game which is about a bunch of Japanese students who are locked in a haunted school and there's a killer janitor on the loose. Wait, isn't that basically what uh, one of those Japanese Japanese game series that that Andrew loves is about? Mm-hmm. No, the one that's not. Pacific, I don't think the one that's that has it. the anime. 
There we go. Dang, dang, and Rampa. Dang and Rampa. Yeah, dang. Same thing. Yeah, that's a game about a bear janitor that locks a bunch of kids. But this is like a very specific, like very just traditional janitor. He's got a mop. He looks kind of scary. It looks like an odd game. Oh, like Condemned. Yes, much like Condemned. Okay, so I was correct. Chilean. They're called Ace Team, and they made Xeno Clash, which is the really crazy first-person punching game where like you're fighting animal people with like masks and and you have some sort of bird mother. Like it's those games are good and interesting. And then they made a game about rolling boulder through art. Excellent. I I like the art. Awesome part of that. I don't. I need. I need to play all those games. Apparently, I I liked Xeno Clash a lot. Yeah. I uh, just just had to Google myself out of that hole of being like, no, isn't that was- by those people that did whatever or something? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a great podcast, everybody. I now- do know they're Chilean. Does that help? It helps. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Now, guys, um, we talk a lot about animals on this show. Do you like all like bears? Oh, big, big fan. fan. How about virtual reality? You guys said that I de- at the exact same. Time. Why didn't yeah, you say it? Do you not like? What do you have a problem with bears for? Uh, how do you guys What's feel about bears? bears? One, two, three. Big, big fan. fan. Yeah. Okay, so big fans of bears. VR, all good on VR. Yeah. Big well, there are not one but two PlayStation VR games about bears out this week. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> there are two games about bears. Did I stutter? What? Then Alana's ears literally just perked up like okay. a bear. Well, I, I just flew in from Berlin yesterday, and, and there were my, my arms tired. <laughs> All right. I was going to say that like city like emblem is is this really nice bear that it's like doing a like hands up thing. I don't know what happened with that. So anyway, the lost bear, the disaster right lost now. bear is a game that is out. It's it's uh it looks interesting. It's a game. It's like kind of a. You're like in the woods, sort of, but they're all these weird, like, you're in VR and you're looking at these two-dimensional sort of, like, really I don't sorry, know if they're like paper, papercraft plays about the bear. Mm-hmm. So some, cool? uh, somebody lost a bear? There's like, like a whole, lost, like a whole a lost, real tall bear? I think it's a child's bear, like a toy of a oh, bear. Oh, a toy oh. bear. Yeah. Oh. Which it looks very, it looks interesting, very kind of artsy-fartsy, but like a cool VR game. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum of the bears is Sneaky Bears. That sounds great. Which is a game where you're in a toy factory and there's just all these bad bears doing stuff and you gotta shoot them with like squirt guns. And Do we know if both these cool. games star the same bear? No, they're very different bears. They're both like toys, though, right? Bear. No, the the I guess they are both toy bears. Yeah. Okay. So, so I they're guess not, they do. They're, they're not like conventional animal woods bears, but they're like the more popular. Plot. They both share the BCU, the Bear cool. Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that a lot. BCU. Yeah. So, in addition to Bear VR games, there are also a couple of Vita games out this week in 2017. Any bears? Uh, unclear on that at this time. <laughs> bears unconfirmed. Uh, be sure to stay tuned to all of our media channels for more updates as they become Thank available. You. Uh, there's one called Still Time, which is also on PS4. It's a 2D puzzle platformer. I believe there's some time controlling stuff going on there. And then there's Windjammers, the funny frisbee game, which is also on PS4. <laughs> the funny frisbee it's game. It's the funny is frisbee that, game. That, is that lit- I God? The, in some reality, that could actually be the tagline. Windjammers, <laughs> the funny frisbee game. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the 90s. If you ever yeah. wanted to jam on some wind, well, now you can. Uh, and then finally, I actually not even. There are a lot of games out this week. I'm not sure why. Uh, Fishing Planet what? is a first-person game made by... Uh, do, you, do you want to know why? Do you want to know what game comes out next week? Destiny 2. Oh. <laughs> Nobody wants to release the same week as good Destiny 2. <laughs> That's a good point. And yeah. then it's also we're heading into... I like how none of us will like, Destiny 2. We're all like, <laughs> what? Uh, why, do they huh? game? I was like... <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't know if that's going to really have a huge impact on the sales of Fishing Planet, <laughs> but it does have impact on how much of the entire download storefront is completely covered with nothing but Destiny. Two. Good <laughs> point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, just bringing that I mean, game developer perspective to this. Is also, <laughs> quick kind of aside, uh, they, they've been they've been like sort of like shorthandedly calling that game D two. Don't do that. It's only one D two. That's the Mighty Ducks. I think you oh. know what, oh. what time it is. Thank you. Yeah. That's time. Good. Uh, so speaking of, of of bears and of fishing, uh, you played uh, Far Cry again recently. Far yeah, Cry five. Yeah. Can we talk about how quickly you killed that bear? I killed a bear in that game, which I believe is probably the strongest enemy in that game. In, well, in like a half a second. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just unloaded just, the like, minigun. The bear a couple face. times and it died. I was just like pop pop, and he was like, and yeah. that was it. That's exactly what. And happened. I was like, that's. That's not good. So, um, Ubisoft, did you say you used a minigun? Yeah. It was it like went, a spinning barrel? And it went pop pop? No. It was like a small, like a small. It was not a minigun. Oh, you mean like a tiny like, like a miniature gun? I don't know a lot about guns. Okay. Yeah. I, feel I like thought it was you like were a, a gamer. I like a of some kind. I don't know. But like, yeah. 
but fast. Yeah, you killed that bear real quick. I killed him in like half a second. Yeah. Just shot him right in the mouth and now he was dead. Yeah. I feel like you're um, complaining about being a fucking pro gamer. Like, yeah. What are you, what's no, the, I am. What is your problem? I you're want, extremely good. You beat the boss in record time and what, you're like, I hate that. <laughs> you don't sound like a gamer to me. You got a trophy for that the shit. Boss. You, got a, you got a Chivo for that shit. <laughs> yeah. What is the bear the boss of? The woods? The bear was, yeah, yeah you, you got to, the, the princess region. was in that castle. What's the opposite of nerfing there? something? Buffing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want them the to buff the bears. The buff the bears you know need to be buffed. You know what's game. really hot in that game? Buff the bears. Fishing is really hot. Subtitle: Buff, buff the, bear. the bears. Right. No, I, I seriously like. I love Far Cry games. The bears have to be very tough and buff. So buff <laughs> those bears. Buff I just I want to. If we haven't already done one, I really mm. want to do a feature mm-hmm. on the best fishing mini games. Okay, just put like, Deadly Premonition as number one because it's complete garbage, and I played that game five times and still don't. If you're doing a feature on weakest bears. Far Cry. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, in addition to Fishing Planet, <laughs> a game about fishing, there's also Surf World Series, which is about surfing in the conventional analog sense, not of the cyber surfing, but uh, that's tight. <laughs> surfing. It's a, it's a that's game. The, that's what it says underneath the logo. I'd surf. Yeah. That's tight. All right. That's cool. I'd surf. Normally, we answer questions from our Facebook group, but we went off the rails because. Wow, I this, just almost got blamed. I saw it too. No, no, no I was over here. Here. Too. Yeah. He's too. No, you're doing you're doing <laughs> fine. Right, good, we good, talked good. about Yakuza and I'm happy. Well, um, Alana and I are like drunk off time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jet lag, also no, known true. as being wasted on time. Yeah. You got uh, sky poison. Surfing. Mm-hmm. Let me derail this one more time. There was a dog surfing wall championships in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. I heard it sucked and was underwhelming. Confirm or deny. I didn't go. Oh, okay. That's really saddening. Yeah. Why would it be bad? Yeah, because dogs aren't good at surfing. You get out, leave. Nobody's leave this room right now. <laughs> so you told me to get out like three times on this podcast. It's never going to happen. I live here now. Oh, apparently a lot of the dogs <laughs> have to go on a surfboard with a person, but it's inconsistent, oh. and some of them go on their own. So I don't really know how you consider that, that a world is championship. disappointing and underwhelming. Mm-hmm. That's like if you had like a soccer game for children, but some of their dads played. <laughs> like, I don't, it's not fair. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just children's soccer, and then a dad just slide tackles side an eight note. year old. <laughs> side note, great new idea for a sport. They gotta buff those children. <laughs> don't ever say that. Adults, also known as buff children. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's up, everybody's golf? I went to the world championships of the world's largest children competition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, PAX is this weekend. Um, let's talk about our PAX plans. Um, so Saturday, September 2nd, there is going to be a panel called Video Games Are Dumb, and we love them for that. That is 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. in the Sandworm Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also on Saturday, there's Bioshock's 10th anniversary party with IGN that is at 9 p.m. in the Great Hall. Apparently we're hosting a costume contest? Yes, we are. So bring your best Bioshock costume to that, and then Alana and I will tell you if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. You're uh, also, like, that's a weird contest because, like, a lot of the, like, characters in that game, you worked on that game, right? A lot of the bad guys in that game are just, like, um, drug addicts. Yeah. So I guess, like, just starting today. You put on a... Don't shave or shower. Mask and yeah. then you just do heroin. Get your friends to hit you up real good. Yeah. <laughs> just put a whole bunch of live birds in your in your cloak and then just open it up and shoot yep. the birds every which way. <laughs> Steve, you since you, actually be an awesome costume. The because he, he carries a giant coffin around yeah. with him, which is bad. Wait, actually, but he kind of looks like a KKK guy. Never mind. I changed my mind on that. <laughs> I, 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 my brain got as far as the coffin. I was like, awesome. I was like, what else was he wearing? Oh, oh yeah. 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 All right. All right. That's rough. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, and then on Sunday, September 3rd, there's a panel called We're IGN Ask Us Anything, which is 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. in the Sasquatch Theater. And then NVC is doing a live panel. Let's rank the top 10 Nintendo games of all time for good. That's 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. in the Wilburn well, for Theater. Na- for now. Not for good. I mean, there's going to be more for, games. For good. There might be other That's ones the that last NBC feeling. Nintendo might put out a few more games. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Um, in any case, we'll have that written down somewhere along with the rest of IGN's plans. Uh, I regrettably will not be there. Um, I don't know why. You're going to have a, like a good long three-day weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to – I don't know. You're just not going. Life. You don't have to pause to be like, someone is very like a- sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone is very sick, and I intend to find out who. <laughs> and then I'm going to visit them with flowers because I'm a kind man. I thought the, um, impre- uh, the impression I got was that you were just like, I don't know why I'm not going. They didn't invite me. No, 
One of our uh, producers starts every email with hey dot 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 and every time I expect bad news because he's like, hey. And I'm like, who died, CJ? Why yeah. do you keep doing – just a comma would be fine. You started the conversation being like one of our producers and then you snitched hey. within half a second. It, you just really let the rat out of the bag there. As a totally uh, semi-related, mostly unrelated note, Excellent. Gen- general it. email tip, if you ever write anybody an email that's basically just like, hey, call me, like that's just like, hey, like text me or something, like the person you're writing to is always going to think that someone died. Yeah. Yep. Or just yep. – if you ever are just like you want somebody to call you, tell them what it's about in yeah, the email. Right. This is a basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then they won't call and be like, is everything okay? No, that's is like pulling a fire alarm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's happened once or twice where somebody is just like, hey, it's whoever. Call me next time. Call me as soon yeah. as you have a chance. I'm just like, the f- also, well, so what like, are you yeah. going to say? And they're just like, also, oh, I wanted to ask you about you? when you're going to be in town. Don't you do know? That. Don't do like, we need to talk. Like, be like, right. hey, let's catch up. Say something uplifting no right. someone can t- say we need to talk to me and i think that we're going to break up even though we're never dating like i'm like oh yeah. well this is it for us we had a good run and <laughs> yeah. also if now. you mostly call somebody a short version of their name don't use the long version of the name unless you know for sure they're in trouble like i always call steve steve gainer but if i was like steven can we talk for a moment you'd be like oh crap I <laughs> oh my up. god he's breaking up with yeah. me <laughs> see a lot of people like in the grocery store yell at their kids like with their full middle name and yeah. everything yeah like Bethany Lewis uh, Javinsky. You get Alonathan. Over here, right? Yeah, it's me. My Beth- name is Alonathan. Bethany Lewis? Yeah, Javinsky. she's... Uh, That's the fake name I made up. She's a real troublemaker. Bethany Lewis Javinsky? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is the end of the show now. <laughs> we'll As you can tell, doing these it. time drunks are <laughs> ready for bed. I, I want to... It's 5.17. I want to go home. Anyway, thank you all for watching or listening or however you consume this. Uh, head over to our YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. Head over to our Facebook group. It's Facebook.com slash group slash Podcast Beyond. You can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Brian is Agent Bizzle. Steve, you're just Fulbright, right? That's right. You, you do you do some good Twitter. Twitter. Thank you very tweet, much. Twitter, whichever the word is. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I'm, Tweets. I'm, every day I'm tweeting. Good. Every good. Day Keep I'm it tweeting. up. And uh, Alana's uh, Charlanazard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll have uh, full IGN PAX plans posted somewhere. On that note, <laughs> buff the bears. Buff the bears. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.